Welcome to Camberwell Uniting Church for this week for the 26th of July. And because there's actually no one here, I can take off the mask. I hope you're all getting used to wearing yours for however long this takes. Some stories of Jesus from Matthew 13. A little more from the diggings this week. Dear Matthew, it's your Auntie Esther. I have to tell you, I was so intrigued by your friend Jesus that I went along to hear him myself. I saw you in the crowd near Jesus, but I didn't want to draw attention to you. I think there might have been some undercover Roman special agents in the crowd. It was okay. I wore some of your Uncle Reuben's old clothes, just to be sure. So you wouldn't have recognised me anyway. This is what I heard. Tell me what you think if you get the chance. I think Jesus' stories were about surprise and inspiration. He talked in such an engaging way about things getting bigger than you expect and the value of finding incredible treasure. So I wondered what that might be. It's obviously important to Jesus. He told so many stories to get the point over. Jesus says his way, this kingdom of God thing, is like these things. So we don't take the stories literally and buy fields or pearls or whatever else might take your fancy. No, I guess this is more about what lights your fire. What gets you going in the morning with a bounce in your step? He's talking about how life in God can be fruitful and treasured beyond our imagining. It reminds me of what your Uncle Reuben used to say, where there's life, there's hope. It made me think about these extremists. It's just horrible to think anyone can claim that belief in God encourages any sort of violence. We Palestinians suffer under Roman brutality, but being brutal back doesn't help. It's happened before, and I suppose it will happen again. But the story's got me thinking, what is it we value? And then, what do we do about it? Is there something, some cause or relationship, some attribute really worth going after with everything we have, even for an older person like me? Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which someone found and hid, and then in his joy he goes and sells all that he had and buys that field. I imagine the pure delight of that discovery Unadulterated joy, 100% kosher wonderful. Perhaps that's what the reality of God is like. This is worth missing dinner in the rush to sell the chickens, the tools, the family heirloom, to scrape the denarii together to buy that field, to get that treasure. Delight and joy, the pursuit of this treasure of God's, this is what being a person of Jesus' way really is.
And Jesus said the kingdom of God is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. And on finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all he had and bought it. Underneath and behind every motivation and every different value, perhaps Jesus is pointing us to the one thing that will keep our desires and motivations healthy and well-directed. The one thing that should nurture our uniqueness and provide its true foundation. That pearl of great value is to belong to the family of God. This is the thing to seek out and value above and beyond all values. The one thing of true worth. Well then, you know, I thought I could come at this story from the opposite direction and see God as going all out to acquire us. How valued are we? How generous is the giving of God in order to take us home? Either way, both ways, these show the nature of God's reality. Like a mustard seed it will grow, like leaven mysteriously changing the dough from within. A reality of joy and discovery of the greatest value. The things seem insignificant, the tiny seed and the itsy-bitsy yeast. Not only are they small, but they work slowly. Bushes and trees don't grow overnight, and yeast doesn't work instantly, at least not in my kitchen, Matthew. It was nice to hear how Jesus had paid attention to his mum's work at home. He's saying, time is needed, patience is required. We need to be open to small beginnings and take the time to nurture fragile young growth in us and in others, and be patient, because it takes time. I'm inclined to think there's a cost to this business too. You know, too much of religion these days is about meeting this treasure in one field and another treasure in another field. No cost, God's everywhere to suit anyone. And Jesus seems quite clear that God's reality is a 100% all-in affair. The whole mustard tree, the completely leavened lump, it's everything to buy the field and the pearl, not just a bit of your spare change. I have to confess I've talked this over with my rabbi Nicodemus. He made a good point that life is not just about discovery, growth and joy. When we see no treasure, when we can find no pearls, especially if we're affected by the selfish who try to take all and give nothing, or the hateful who just try to destroy, then we might be helped by reminders like in the Psalms that God is always with us. This truth is a precious treasure too. And he pointed out that Jesus used the word crypto with the yeast and the treasure hidden. There, it's there, but it's doing its work unseen. There, but needing to be uncovered. Gosh, Matthew, I think if God's around here, it's in a very hidden way just now. I imagine God has been doing a lot of sighing lately over the state of our world. 
so much that's so bad at the moment. Maybe though, after we've sighed a bit too and prayed and shaken our heads over the awful tragedies of life, then we might remember these stories again too. What do you think, Matthew? We might remember the treasures of the kingdom and a better way of being that Jesus comes to begin. And we might have a go at living out these values even a little more. And perhaps we might share something of the hope we have for God's peace and compassion to make our world a better place. And then maybe even do a little bit about it. And we might think more seriously about the contribution that we could make to our families and our communities. Because, and I think nothing is surer than this, if we don't, if the good news is not spread, other values will be. Maybe now we have some seed to share, some treasures to rejoice in, and yeast to use. So we should share it, and must rejoice in it, and must let it grow. Thanks to God then, the God who puts treasure out there, and who sees treasure in us all. Jesus is telling us that God is for us all. God plants the seeds of great things in us. The God whom to know is worth more than all the finest pearls in the world. Your Auntie Esther, with a little bit of help. Amen.